Hi, I'm Cynthia Kahn, founder of Amuse Now, and I'm here today with alternative pop recording artist Keiki. Hey, Keiki. Hi. How are you? Thank you for having me. My pleasure. What an interesting name. For those of you who don't know Keiki, she spells her name C-A-I-I-K-I-E. Yes. At first I thought it was Hawaiian, but it's not pronounced that way. So tell us how you came about that name. Is it a family name? Um, actually, kind of. So essentially, it's, it's kind of like my birth name now. Um, my real name is Caitlin. But when I was born, um, my brother is a year older than me. And when I was born, my parents told my brother what, his, what my name was. They said it was Caitlin. And he couldn't say it. He had the hardest time pronouncing it. So it kind of came out as Cakey. And so it really replaced my birth name, kind of. So my whole family, my, my very close family, my very close friends, um, they only call me Cakey. And now it's Cake. So it's like either or, cakey, cake, whatever. So it's really just kind of replaced my name. Well, I want to congratulate you on your two new releases, Love Again and Sexy Turned Up. Yeah. Where can we get copies of the music for our collection? Well, um, actually right now on iTunes, uh, you can go under Cakey and you'll find uh, Love Again and Running Rounds, which another is another single of mine. Sexy Turned Up is not available on iTunes yet, but you can get um, get any of them via like all digital stores other than iTunes. So like Amazon, um, you can find them on my YouTube. You can find links on my home base page, which is cakey.com. Um, Obviously, Google, if you type it in, you'll find it. Yeah. I, love, I love your sound because you really are alternative pop. So what's, hey. your mus what's your musical background? I was always performing. I know it sounds very cliche, but ever since I was born, performing and singing and music was in my household. And um, I have a lot of embarrassing home videos to t attest to the fact. But uh, I began... Um, playing piano when I was really young and then I decided that I also wanted to add viola so I started that when I was really young and then um, I was always singing so I also wanted to try professional voice lessons so I couldn't do all of those at one time because I would have been really extra busy so I decided to do um, focus pretty much solely on my vocals and so when I was at uh, age 11 I started taking professional voice lessons and I really honed in on that and focused on that and that really became my passion. So, um, you know, and then I and then I performed all through high school. Um, I traveled all around the country and, and out of the country with like specialized singing groups. I did that, I did theater, and then in college I continued singing. Um, and then once I graduated college, you know, I, I was like, I can go down a specific career path or I can kind of follow my dream of pursuing music because music has always been a common uh, denominator in my life. So I thought, things come and go, but music has always been there, so why not give it a try? And that's why I moved to New York. You've definitely been 
formally trained, and it's you can hear it in your voice. So that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a lot of hard work, but you got to stick with it, and and you know, I still do vocal exercises every day, and and realize, you know, try and take care of my voice and stuff, because this is all I've got. This is what I'm banking on right now. So <laughs> trying to trying to keep it keep it golden. Thank you. You're welcome. So, who can we credit as your musical influencers? Like, when I was younger, I listened to a lot of different genres of music. My, my dad was always playing music in the house. Um, like, I grew up on James Taylor, uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Bruce Springsteen, who's one of my all-time favorites. He was actually my first concert. Um, Love and Spoonfuls, Ella Fitzgerald, Judy Garland. So, you know, all, all over the place. And, um, you know, as Celine Dion, of course. And then also as I grew up and I started choosing my own musical interests, um, I really took to the, the artists that really pushed the boundaries of what I think mainstream um, performance art is right now. Like, for instance, um, Rufus Wainwright. Um, he's very folky, but he's he pushes the envelope of of what a folk mainstream artist is with his lyrics and the way he performs, and um, just his demeanor as a person. He is so moved by the music. So there's that, and of course, I have to have to give it up for Lady Gaga. She's my girl. <laughs> she and I are best friends, but she doesn't know it yet. She pushes the envelope, as we all know, and that's what I hope to do with my music eventually and with my performances. Um, so I have a whole wide variety of, of people that have influenced me. I can't really credit just one or two. I just credit like a whole community of, of different genres and people that have influenced my life musically. Well, Keiki, you've been making a lot of videos to promote your music. Yeah. So tell us about those projects. Well, first of all, let me just say that, especially nowadays, um, with the technology and social media that we all have uh, available to us, it's, it's really important for, especially starting excuse me, artists that are starting out to try and form a community of their fans and prospective fans or whatever. So um, we do that through, you know, um, social media and right now we're doing a lot of that just through videos. So I take, I take my fans or, you know, my family or people that can't actually physically be with me, um, I take them to my studio sh sessions, I take them to my performances, I take them to photo shoots, and then I post them because I really want them to feel like they're a part of the journey with me, and that they, I want them to feel like they have contributed to my successes. So I post videos all the time, um, but I just think it's really important to like establish some sort of community. So. Well, that's a, a very excellent social media strategy that you seem to be doing very well. Thanks. Thanks. It's a lot of hard work. Well, you're based out of New York, and do you play in local clubs, and where can people see you? Yeah. Um, so recently, I have been 
uh, really picking up in the local scene of New York City. Um, I've played at several uh, really great uh, venues for starting artists and people, you know, bars that really uh, want to nurture artist talents and and there again with the whole community thing, you build, you meet other artists and you build some sort of networking community and you all kind of help each other out. November has been a great month for me. I I sang at the New York Marathon. I was on mile 19 and that was really, really fun. I sang um, the national anthem at the Mets game. I, um, yeah, that was so scary. Um, <laughs> I uh, played at Piano's Bar, which is like a very um, famous small venue for artists, um, you know, and I just hopping around. So it's been a really great, and now this interview, it's just a really great November for me. So then next month, December, I'm, I've been asked back to, to Pianos. So I'll be playing there and um, Tammany Hall and Pyramid uh, Lounge. And then I also have another... Um, I'm being featured on an open mic, um, open mic night kind of thing. So I'm not sure of the dates of all of these, but you can always find them on um, any of my accounts, like my Google Plus or my my Kiki.com or my Facebook or Twitter. We post it all the time. That sounds like fun. Wish yeah. I lived closer. <laughs> I know, me too. It would be nice to not talk to, through a screen or a phone. <laughs> You gotta do it nowadays. Nowadays. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it works. Well, we met through your label, Seven Seas Records. So yeah. tell us about your relationship with them and how they helped get you exposure. Well, actually, it's a, kind of a funny story. It was um, a year and a half ago, maybe a year, and um, I was working as a server, and I decided I wanted, I just needed some extra cash, and one of my friends said, well, why don't you do demo singing and, and make some extra cash that way? So I was like, okay. So I went online on Craigslist and was looking for uh, demos, and they had posted an ad just like, you know, we just need a female demo singer um, to just come in and cut some tracks and then be on your way. So I sent in a video, and they really liked me and they called me immediately and said, well, we, you know, forget about the demo thing. We want to, you know, work with you and, and nurture you and your talent and stuff. So I was like, okay, great. That sounds <laughs> awesome. So we've, uh, we have a really fun relationship. Like they really have helped, um, kind of push me out of my comfort zone and, uh, and step step out into the world of artistry and music. So um, they have helped me, they help manage my all my social media stuff because it's a lot and can be very tasking. So they help me with that and they um, have a lot of really great connections and stuff so they help me meet new people and new artists and, and all that. So it, it was kind of happenstance how it all occurred but I'm glad it did. So for musicians who may be looking for a record label, I know that it was happenstance for you, but did you have some selection criteria that you were using? Or? Yeah, I mean, of course. I, you always have to be conscious of 
you know, don't go into something completely blindly um, or with some sort of naivete. But I think the main criteria for me was to just connect with somebody or a group of people that was as committed to success as I was and I am. Amuse Now is about artists helping artists. So what tidbits of advice do you have for other musicians who are trying to make a name for themselves? When people ask me that, I like to relay what I have to say to myself every day that I wake up because this is a very difficult business and it's a difficult path that we all have chosen, but we have chosen it because it's who we are and it's all we really know how to do. Um, so I have to tell myself to not fear my own potential and because of that to just be 100% myself and fearless. Um, so I have to say that to myself every day because, you know, at the end of the day, you're the one that has to pick yourself up and, uh, and follow your dream. Well, Kiki, it's been awesome talking with you today. Yeah, you too. Thank you. No, I really appreciate you having me. I, I thank you for the exposure and for letting people kind of get to know the real me. I'm like sitting in my bedroom right now just hanging out. So it's nice, you know, to just not be on a stage and to just sit and express myself. People relate to people that are just exactly. like them. So I do the interviews because I want people to see artists as people. As people, and yeah, exactly. And and I thank you for this opportunity very much. It's it's my pleasure. And I hope that when we launch our e-commerce site, that you will add Amuse Now to your distribution network. Of course, we're gonna stay connected. Of course. Well, you go, and I will talk to you soon. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Cynthia. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Hi, I'm Cynthia Kahn, founder of Amuse Now. This featured artist presentation has been brought to you by Amuse Now Entertainment, a website that enables artists to profit from their creativity. To learn more about Amuse Now, visit us at www.amusednow.com or email me at ccon at amusednow.com.